the return of the midweeks. Hello friends, this is the midweeks. I used to do these years ago, uh, these midweek recordings for the church on various different topics. Sometimes I'd cover the news, sometimes I'd cover the Bible, and what I would like to do is reintroduce these uh, midweeks to the church, but I would love to go through the books of First and Second Samuel. Um, and here's the reasons why. Number one, I just love the Bible. I think the Bible stories are the best literature, the best stories ever, and they are almost prove their inspiration from God just by being so amazing. I think that's true. And so I just love to study the Bible and I love to plummet and learn more about it. And I have an, 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 a special place in my heart for the Old Testament stories. I just find them so fascinating and I find them a place to really meet with God and to worship him. And the second reason is I just love to help people understand scripture more deeply and to see what's actually there so they can appreciate it, know the Lord, know themselves, and to worship him more. And plus, this kind of study of just going through the Bible section by section um, is sometimes easier done like this than on a Sunday morning. Uh, preaching is a little bit different than teaching. And so to do this as more of an online teaching tool then I just want to make it available for the church to use and enjoy according to their own time frame and interest. So the book or the books of first and second Samuel. Now my understanding is like, why are these, why is there two books? My understanding is that this is meant to be just one complete story, but there was really some limitation when these stories were being written about how much you could actually put on any one given scroll. And so the stories would be broken in half so that they would fit on a scroll a bit more easily. And you wouldn't have this gigantic scroll that no one could lift. Um, you'd have two smaller, more manageable scrolls. So you ended up with books broken in half. They were really meant to be just one continuous story. And that's what the book of Samuel is. It's one continuous story, but it was broken in half because of practical reasons. That's my understanding about it. And when we're reading this, I like to try to have a few big picture ideas that I keep in mind as I run through a book. And so these are the four big picture um, ideas, questions, ways of looking at this book that I want to keep in mind as I'm working through this book over time. Number one, I want to recognize that this book is about the formation of the kingdom in Israel. Israel was a people before as they came out of Egypt. They were a people group being led by Moses underneath a prophet, a law-giving prophet. But when they got into the promised land, they turned more into a federation of tribes. There was the 12 tribes plus the Levites who lived together, but there wasn't a king and there wasn't a unifying prophet. And when there was trouble, God would raise up a judge or shofate in Hebrew, in Hebrew and that judge would rule over uh, Israel for a short time period to bring them deliverance by the Spirit of God, the good ones. But there wasn't a kingdom, and a kingdom would, was established as one ruler over all the tribes who handed down that reign to his offspring. That is really the big difference between a judge and a king, is that a judge would rule for his lifetime or her lifetime, in the case of Deborah, and 
would maybe only be ruling over one part of a tribe or one part of the nation, but with the kingship, it was meant to be all the tribes united under one ruler, and that rule would pass from father to son in some way. So that's what's unique about a kingship. It's uh, under a king, and that's what's different from a king to a judge. So that's what this book is about. It's about the formation of Israel as a kingdom under king. Now, it's also about, more specifically, about the earliest kings. Um, most notably, King Saul, followed by King David, but also, for a few days, the kingdom under the reign of Absalom as a rival king to his own father in an insurrection and rebellion. So that's this story. It's the story of the lives of the first two kings. Now David does live beyond the end of the book of Samuel for a little bit as he transitions power to Solomon in the beginning of the book of Kings. But first, or Samuel is about these first two kings with complexity mixed in there. All right. The third thing, so first the formation of Israel as a kingdom, the lives of the kings. The third thing is that this book is full of family life drama and particularly around the kings, but also in other people. This story is, this, this book is about people and people having lives under God. So it's a series of character studies, people who, even though they lived in the Middle East thousands of years ago, who are kind of just like you and me. And so this book has fascinating character studies of people whose hearts and actions and minds are on display in the midst of real life. And so I want to look at the characters that are in this book, who are people. It's funny to call them characters because usually when we talk about characters, we mean people who didn't exist that are made up by somebody, but these are real people. But their stories are told through the prophetic eye of a writing prophet who has the omniscience of God and is writing by the Holy Spirit. So he can even dive into their hearts and thoughts and hidden motives and tell us what is going on there in a way that's authoritative and true. And so we get God's perspective on people's lives through the characters in this book. And so we get to learn about people and ourselves through these family dramas and through the people who are involved in these stories. And fourth and finally, we get to learn about God. And this is the most important thing about the book of Samuel is the God of this book, Yahweh, the God of Israel and the God of all the nations, the creator God from Genesis and the Trinity of the New Testament. This is the God of the book of Samuel and he's the most important part. And in this book, we get to see his ways in the world. Particularly, we get to see him ruling over the world and ruling over nations providentially by performing miracles and steering the course of human history. We get to see him as the creator ruler God of the universe, but we also get to see him as the personal God of struggling, broken sinners as they live out these lives of faith or unbelief. And so we're going to look at where people are showing faith and we're going to look at where people are showing unbelief and how God reacts and responds and leads and directs through those things. As well as, we're going to see God prove that he is a God who opposes the proud but gives um, grace to the humble. That's a scripture from James as well as Peter from the New Testament that's quoted from Proverbs. But if you wanted to say, what is the main theme of God's reign over the book of Samuel? It would be, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. And that that idea, that theology is echoed um, and 
declared really forcefully in Hannah's song in chapter two. But if you if you just want to say like, what's this? What would be the subtitle of the book of Samuel? What would be the heading? It would be this: the book of Samuel. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble, as seen in the life of Israel's first kings. Okay, that's what it would be. And so that's this great theology of this book that's, that is carried forward, of course, into the New Testament, into the lives of New Testament believers like you and me, because it is the same God and he reigns in different ways. We're transitioning in this book from reigning through judges and he's going to then reign through kings and prophets. And later, through the coming of Christ, reigns through his son, the great prophet, priest, and king, who rules through the church, through his word, and through the Holy Spirit, and the gifts of grace in the church. But I'm getting ahead of myself. But if you wanted just one theme for this book, it would be this. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble, as displayed in the life of faith through God's people. Amen. So that's the big picture. The formation of the kingdom, the life of the early kings, um, character studies on display, especially through family life, and God's character on display as he proves in his reigning in lives and nations that God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Amen. That's going to be it for today. We're going to just start off light, but the next time we post, we're going to be working through 1 Samuel chapter 1. I think we'll do the whole thing. So if you want to read ahead and study that before you listen to the next podcast, you'll be in step with what we're doing. All right. Love you guys. God bless.